Good morning, everybody. Today, Bezat Hashem, we'll be learning Daftas in Maseches Kiddushin. Sorry, I uh, ran through um, to eight lines up from the bottom of Chesam and Base a little bit yesterday when we were talking about the woman who told this guy who proposed to her, give the money to my dad or give the money to your dad. What are we playing at here, guys? It's like this. Her intention matters, right? Her acceptance of this Kiddushin matters. Um, Rabbi Shalom Rosner Shlita was giving over a uh, case. I think it's in the Minchas Asher. Rabbi Asher Weiss had an uh, opinion. There was a camp in Israel where a 17-year-old kid, this happens all the time, right? They have, he like fake proposes to the, one of the 20-year-old madrichot with a, with a bisli. Now you and I, Barry, know, because we've spent time in Israel, that it's the onion bisli, right? Because the barbecue is the swirls and the falafel is like the kibbles and bits. So this is a circle one. It's like a ring. And he puts it on her finger and they have like a whole fake thing and she eats it. You know what I mean? Because it's delicious, the onion bisley. The snack. Uh-oh. Is she, right? So, so, so now they're saying, does she have to get a get? Like, will she be able to marry a Cohen? At the time, it was all fun and games. Now she's hysterically crying. So Ravasha Weiss gives eight reasons why she's not married at all. She doesn't have to get a get. Everybody relax. And the fact that she's hysterically crying now and says that she never meant to get married and the whole thing was a joke is not one of the eight reasons. That's what I got out of it. In other words, you can go through the eight reasons and say they didn't know what they were doing. No kavana. Kedas Moshe Israel. Okay. But what about the fact that she really had no intention to get married? So why am I saying this? Because... When you have a certain context, okay, and context here matters, so then when she accepts the Kiddushin, the phraseology that she says might be enough to at the very least have a Chshash Kiddushin to require, right, a get, to get out of it, right? Uh, even if she has regret, after the fact, regret doesn't undo the Kiddushin retroactively. Regret just means that you regret what you did. Right, but it could be that inherent in the action and in the words, the Chazal somehow right are going to make a formulaic assumption that there is a chashash kiddushin here, and that's why. In other words, if that wasn't the case, then what would you do? All of these cases after the fact, right? You just go interview the chasam kala and say, you know, did you have full intent to get married here? Why are we giving every case and assuming what she meant? We could actually just ask them. But the, the answer is that Bishas Mai says it were, right? In the, in the actual event, there's some sort of inherent condition potentially. And that, that's why um, what we finished off yesterday when she says, give it to my father. So like you could look at, at, at one of two ways. On one hand, she might mean her father because he has uh, uh, familial closeness to her. Maybe she means that it should be a, as a gift. Or because he trusts, she trusts him, maybe she means, no, uh, give it to him as a custodian and I'll, and I'll get it from him. And that's, that's what we uh, left with yesterday. So now, Tanar Rabbanon, eight lines up from the bottom of Chesam Bez, right? So she gets to propose to with a mana, to name Al Gabe Sela, Enim Kudeshus. If she says, just put it on a rock. So again, we assume that phrase inherently means that she's, just means like, like put it somewhere where, you know, random, I don't want it, right? And therefore, she's not Mekodesh's. However, if she says, put it on the rock, put it on my rock, so then certainly that sounds like she's going to be Kona it, and therefore the Gemara says Mekodesh's. To that, Bayi Rav Bibi. Rav Bibi had a question, what if they have a joint ownership of the rock? Um, 
Birnbaum, of course, goes nuts. He hasn't seen Rav Bibi yet in the Smesechta, so he always pays attention to that. And he says, uh, wow, they really know each other. Like, they have a joint rock, and they're not even engaged yet. I said, yeah, that's how they met. They, they were in the rock business together, right? And they met at work, so he's proposing to her. Be that as it may, they have a joint rock, they, and that is therefore ambiguous and take it. We don't really know what would happen if she said put it on the rock and they both own it. Does she mean like just go out of here or does she mean put it on my rock and I will be it? Fine, he'd catch the bikikar. So now he's being catch with a loaf of bread. That's okay, it's more than shavapruta. And she says, she says give it to the dogs. So then ain't a kadesh. That just means I don't want it. However, what if she says give it to Poppy, her dog? So her dog, he, he, so that is perhaps a way of acquiring it and Mekudeshes. She's Mekudeshes. She's going to get, uh, she, that, that's a consent, and I, presumably she's going to get some Hana out of that. Even if the dog were to eat it, even if he got a, right, uh, this was an uh, 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 offer the dog couldn't refuse, right? Give a dog food, the dog's going to eat it, but that is a benefit. She gives Mekudeshes with the Hana that she gets from that dog getting that food, okay? To that, buyer of Murray, Murray wants to ask, Kelev Ratzacharea, a great case. Everybody's, everybody can have a good time with this case. Last Rashi in Chesam, it based Lenoshcha, right? Now she's running from a, uh, a strange dog that's coming after her. Mahu, what would be the halacha if he comes after, so again, what's the case? Same case, just in this case, it is a German shepherd running after her, trying to bite her out of her leg. So, and then, this man proposes to her by running after the two of them and offering the dog a loaf of bread instead of her leg. And he says, with this, I will now be Mikadashu. Uh, are you interested? And she says, give it to the dog. So, wait a minute. Is she saying give it to the dog because she wants to save her leg and save her life from this dog? Or is she saying give it... So, so what, why would she be Mikadashu if he gives it to the dog? He's saving... Her life, and that's a good thing. That has hana to it. So let's read it inside. Mahu, what will be the case? So the, the answer is So one possibility is maybe with the hana that she gets by being saved from the dog, with that hana, she's committing herself to be kona, right, to him as a wife, which is to say, this is her knight in shining armor, so to speak, right? Is that that's that we could see that right? She's a damsel in distress. He's her knight in shining armor, and with the hana of being saved by him, she might be so grateful that she's willing to be mukudeshas to him with that hana. Oh, Dilma, maybe matzi amra even She could have said the other way of saying it is that she the other side, if you will, is that she could say to him, "You have a Torah obligation to save my life." Right? Perhaps she will have said to him, Mita in the Torah you have a chiv to save me. So that's not, that's not a specific to her, right? That's just his chiv to save her. And therefore, yes, she's a damsel in distress, but he could have saved anyone. And therefore, she's not going to be mocking it to him. Says Teku, right? Says the Gemara Teku, we have the question is unresolved. And therefore, um, we don't know what would be the halacha in that case. How about Hitkachuli Bikikar? Right, he a man says to a woman, "Become now with this loaf of bread." She says to her again, "Be mikudeshes to me with this loaf of bread." She says, "Don't give it to me. Give it to the poor person. Give it to Aniyim." 
So she's not Mekudesh, that's because she's not accepting it. And the Gemara adds, Afilu Ani HaSamuch Allah. Even if this is an Ani that she generally supports, right? So she has uh, somebody that she always gives stuff to, and she says, give it to him. So now by giving it to that Ani, right, he's actually, in a way, she's getting Hana in a way out of it, because perhaps you could say that she's has, that's less, right, bread, that she has to give this Ani. But still, the Gemara persists and says that she's not Mekadesh. That what would be the reason? My time asks the Gemara. Just like I have a chiv to feed this ani, so do you have a chiv to feed this ani? Which is to say, it's not like there's a certain set amount necessarily that you give the ani, right? When he's an ani, right, it's cumulative. She has a chiv to give them the ani, and he has a chiv to give the ani. And so by saying give it to the ani, she's not saying. She's not necessarily, let's say she gives the Ani $100 worth of food per month. She's not necessarily going to give less than $100 just because this guy gave him a bread. She's going to still give 100 and now the Ani will have a little bit more. Similarly, Ahu Gavra Daha Kamezaben, Goranowitz timed it perfectly because we arrived now at Testament Aleph. And a guy is selling what? Chumre Paschiyasa. Testament Aleph, the first word, Chumre Paschiyasa, the guy is selling what Rashi says. Butinus, butinus, buttons. Or, as he says towards the end of Rashi, prulish, pearls, right? Buttons or pearls, right? He's selling tchotchkes. That's the French, buttons and pearls. Okay, so a guy's selling buttons. Yeah, here we go. A guy's selling buttons, pearls. Asaiha, he isa in Amrle. And the woman comes and says to him, right, Havli Chad Shocha. Right, she wants a string of pearls, right? She's asking him in his boutique, to give the string of pearls and I'm Allah, and he says, "Sorry, I'll give you the string of pearls, but you want—I want to be mikdashy with it." I'm Allah, hava mi hava. Her, re- her uh, reaction is, "Just give me the pearls and knock it off." Hava mi hava. This double language um, implies, and the Rambam quotes this like this, and and we see the language here. It, it's she thinks that he is what heckling her, right? Loshon uh, schok as the, as the uh, he's mesachek with her. He thinks she's she thinks he's playing with her, and therefore she just says, "Knock it off! Stop! You know, flirting with me, as it were. Just give me the pearls." That's what it's implied in hava mi hava in this double language of knock it off and just go on ahead and give me the pearls. Women, women don't want junk. They want to get married with a with a, a diamond ring, right? Oh, diamond ring! We're going to talk about the diamond ring. The diamond ring comes up in Tosfos on this daf. We're going to get to that. Amar Rav Chama. Kol hava mi hava lav kolumhu. So that's what Rav Chama is saying. I just explained it. Hava mi hava. Any times when she says, this is, you look at the Rav HaNechus Ishus, Perek Hey. She says, don't, don't stop joking with me. When she uses that Lushan, uh, the double Lushan of hava mi hava, it means, first of all, knock it off. And secondly, give me that, give me those pearls. Similarly, and now we're going to have three different cases. Right, a guy has a wine shop. The woman comes in and she wants to get, let's say, a nice bottle of wine. He says to her, I'm going to give it to you for free, but I want to be with it. He's just flirting with her. She says to him, knock it off, just let me buy this bottle. Similarly, right, Rafchama says when she says it in that double language, which implies... First of all, knock it off, and secondly, give me that bottle. That is not an acceptance of any kind, and she's just, um, and he's annoying her, and she's 
rejecting him and asking just to stick to the matter at hand, which is the bottle of wine. And finally, a guy is on top of a tree and he's like uh, throwing down dates. So a woman, she's coming, she's in the market for dates, she wants to get some dates. She says, throw me two of them. And he says to her, right, he thinks he's being a Casanova, Andrew. And he says, if I throw them to you, Maybe you'll be Mikudeshis to me. And she says, Amalesh de Mishta. And she says, Leave me alone and just throw them down to me. And Amar Ravzvid, here, not Ravcham, Ravzvid, says, Kol Shte Mishta Lav Klumhu. Anytime she says this double language, this is the language that implies, right, um, that, that implies that she's not interested. And as Tosfos and the second Tosfos of here says, that you have these three cases to show you. Not only is this true, right, with, uh, with things like that, that are edible. Or with things that are drinkable, or with just any old thing, this double language applies in every context. Okay. So now, now we have the following question. If instead of the double language, she had a single language, which is to say, you know, he, she says, he, she says um, I'd like the pearl necklace, and he says, oh, Bill. With me, my pretty, or whatever he says, and she says, "Knock it off, have just stop it and give it to me." So we know that that is a rejection. But what if she just says, "Okay, bring it to me," in a way that is ambiguous? So Amar Ravina Mekudeshas. Ravina says that uh, case should be Mekudeshas, whereas Rav Barakta Amar Taga de Malka ain't Mekudeshas. Taga de Malka is an exaggeration, like um, like as um, Shalom Rosner says, the Tanaic OMG. Right? He's basically saying an expression. I'm telling you, she's not Mekudeshis at all. And what is Alakha? Vilchasa ain't Mekudeshis. Alakha follows of Sama Barakta that even if she says a, sing, uh, a single language, we're not going to assume Kiddushin in that case. So you see, we, we have these uh, inherent cases where we either assume Kiddushin or not. Sometimes we have to go to Chumra. But here we hold that she's not Mekudeshis. So now, now we're going to review the last couple of Dapim, not, not the Dapim, but the actual Halakha for some of the questions that we had. So, so you might recall, yesterday we started with the machlokas, the beginning of Davches, between Rav Yosef and Rabba, and Allah is like Rabba, that when it comes to being Mikudeshis with Shiroi, which is appraisal of silk, you do not need the appraisal at all. We know that it's more than Shavapruta, and that would be enough. And therefore, she's Mikudeshis. You don't need the appraisal of the commodities. And the halacha follows Rabbi Lazar from yesterday's daf, where a man says, uh, be, be with a mana, and he only gives her the first dinar, right, assuming he's not, right, showing her the whole wad, he's just actually giving, putting down the dollar for now, she would be mekudeshes, as Rabbi Lazar says, uh, in the moment, assuming he, uh, pays her the rest of the money later, so the halacha is like him in that, you see, we saw that there was a machlokas. And finally, who said, Yesterday, again, in the case of the mashkon, we had said, uh, if let's say, and again, just to clarify what we said yesterday, it, it's, a, it's a little bit of a good chazara. So if a man, I, because I don't know if I was clear enough yesterday, if a man gives a woman money and he say, or I'm sorry, if let's say a man gives a woman um, his iPhone and says, hold on to this, be mekodeshes to me with this, and then I'll get you the money. So then that's a man giving a woman a mashkon. And that was where the halacha of Rava, uh, in the name of Nachman that we paskin like, he said that's not Kiddushin. Why? Because he's not going to let her keep the iPhone. 
And he hasn't given her the money yet. So that's what it means in the moment. She hasn't really acquired anything, right? All she's doing, it's a placeholder. That is not an acquisition. What, but we did say a mashkun shalacherim is an acquisition. What does that mean? That means that if I gave somebody a loan and I have the mashkun, then by giving that mashkun, that's called a mashkun shalacherim to the woman, so now she's acquired something because if the loan is not repaid, she will keep this mashkun. So it's almost like the reverse mimanafshach, right? The re- In other words, if I give the woman my iPhone and I say, I'll replace this with the money. So like, show me the money, right? Like until she gets the money, she's got nothing. And even, and so until then, we're not considering it anything. So either way, she has, doesn't have anything in her hand. But the opposite would be true if I gave a mashkon that's in my hand for a loan that I gave somebody else. Because now either way, I'm transferring something of value to her. She's either going to get the loan back or she's going to keep this mashkon. So that was a distinction that we pointed out yesterday. So now in the two dots, five lines up from the wide, and we're going to talk about, and we have, uh, we have discussed, again, in the beginning of the Masechta, again, a review, we said, we looked for sources that in those three ways. Then we started with how does the kesef look? So we were defining up until now, what does the process of Nisina, what would be the context where they're giving over the money, right, where it would or wouldn't affect Kiddushin. Now we're going to apply the same thing to Shtar. What would Kiddushin by Shtar look like? Uh, we're not going to do Kiddushin by Shtar Bismanazeh, but what would it look like if we were? Says the Gemara, Tanurban, Bishtar Ketzad. How does Kiddushin with the Shtar work? So, Kosov lo al-Niyar al-Acheres, Alpha Pishain Bosh Pruta. So the case would be, in the Brisa, he writes it on a piece of paper or on some earthenware, even though the actual parchment is, is worthless. As Rashi points out, that's significant because, again, if you're being Mikadosh on something, if you're writing it on something valuable, so already now you're being Mikadosh with something that's a Shavapruta. The point that, that we're trying to do is we're going to try to distill out this idea. This is not a Shavapruta. The star, the words on the star themselves are going to be what's going to affect this Kiddushin. Okay? So, Ahabishain, but Shavapruta. If he writes, Bitchamikudeshly, here Rashi explains that, okay, we're talking about a case of a katana in this case, but this would also apply if a grown man gave it to a grown woman, right? In this particular case, um, he says, Bitchamikudeshly, right? So here, this is interesting, right? Who initiates, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sort of introduce the discussion here. Who initiates the Kiddushin when a father is Makadesh, his minor daughter? So you would think the father, right? He's the one that needs to go out and start this process. However, when you talk about Kiddushin, who initiates Kiddushin? Right? The man, the husband initiates Kiddushin. So here you have an unusual case. The father is selling off his daughter, so to speak, right, for marriage. But if you're going to be Mekadosh HaBeshtar, then as the Baal, as the prospective Chasan, you have to be the one to, to initiate and to say to the father, write that on the star. Or your, wife, or your daughter's for me for a wife. That is how the Brisa says the Kiddushin is affected with the star. So, Rav Zeir Bar Mamal. Rav Zeir Bar Mamal is nonplussed, right? He has to ask, this, 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 this is a weird way to do a transaction. After all, halodami hai star stars vini. That the order or the direction of the transaction is now weird. Why? Because it's not similar to a financial transaction. Why? Because a star mecher, hasam mocher, in, in a regular financial transaction, 
Mocher kosev lo, sadi mechur lecha. How does it usually work when you buy a field? So what happens is the, the owner of the field has, let's say, the deed. And he writes a star and he hands the deed to the buyer. Yeah, it's a pull versus a push, as Andrew says so eloquently. So there you go, Andrew. Right? In other words, if you're giving him the deed, so now the transfer of the deed goes from the seller to the buyer. The buyer, who's now the holder of the deed, is the one that acquires this thing. This is in contrast with what happens with the star of Kiddushin. Who's the buyer? So the Baal is the buyer. And so the Baal is acquiring the woman, is giving the deed, so to speak, to the woman, right? That's in the reverse direction, right? It's a push versus a pull, as Andrew says. So you might ask, well, what's the problem? Can you okay. get with so, a prenuptial? If, if, you give her, if the man gives her a prenuptial, say, I marry you with this, and you agree to it, I'll right. marry you. What Garanz is asking is, what, what does the language of the shtai have to say? So let's hold off on that. Uh, like it, well, I'll answer you now. It would all depend on what it would say, right? In other words, the language of what a star of Kiddushin would have to say is something that is a very good question indeed. Uh, a prenuptial agreement we're going to get to. We're going to get to Tanaim. That's basically what prenuptial agreement is. Right? Tanaim are conditions of whose obligations for what. Okay? Can you get married with a ksuba? Does a ksuba, con- uh, would a ksuba be, um, constitute a star, a star Kiddushin? It's a good question. Okay, so, okay, so, so again, we're, it's a little bit of a straw man argument. Like, who cares uh, if that it should be the same as Sadat, right? Why does it have to be like a financial sale? So you could say, well, it's a nickname, it's a Kenyan. So let's read it inside. In the case of a Sadat, it is the, right, it's the seller that gives the deed to the buyer. And here, the Baal, who's technically the buyer, is actually giving the start to the seller. So I'm a Rava. Yeah. So Rava says, Relax, Yeah, it's okay. They don't have to be parallel because we have precedent in the psukim to show you that when it comes to right financial acquisitions of a sadeh, the seller will give the deed. And when it comes to financial acquisition of a woman, the buyer will give the deed as follows. When it comes to the sadeh, it says, right? The pasuk in Bayukra says, he sells part of his ancestral Heritage, right? But mocher tal rechmana. So, the, who's who's the subject of the of the sentence? The mocher, the seller. Machar So he's the initiator, and therefore he's the one that the Torah says is the one that is initiating, and he's going to be the one giving the deed. Whereas achak ki kach, right? And so, who's the active party in a acquisition of a woman, as it were? Ki kach is the baal tal rechmana is the baal. So, Rava, you know, I don't want to seem biased, but he's saying what we would have said. That that's what Torah tells you. That's how everybody knows. The Baal initiates a marriage. The seller initiates a sale. That's how it works. That's, that's okay. And we see it in the Psukim. So we're okay with the transaction going in opposite directions. However, the Gemara challenges Rava and says, There is a, right, there is a Pasuk in Yirmiyahu where we see, and we've mentioned this Pasuk in different contexts already, that the Yiknu, the buyer, can also initiate the purchase of fields. So the Gemara says that could also be, uh, you could change the dikduk there. Karibe Yaknu. Maybe when it says Yiknu, we, we, maybe we got the Nikudos wrong. Maybe it means Yaknu, which means that it would be emphasizing the seller. Huh. Says the Gemara, my time at Karibe Yaknu. 
Why would you think that? Well, we have a reason to change the diktuk because later, it's, uh, earlier, rather, the, the pasuk we mentioned, right, it says, and so we're emphasizing the seller. So wait, or maybe, I'm sorry, I have to read this very precisely. Okay, so if you're going to change the diktuk based on context, uh, uh, or maybe based on evidence from other psukim, so maybe you could do the same here. You could say, Maybe over here, instead of saying, ki yikach ish isha, that the man initiates the kiddushin, maybe you would say, ki yakach, and maybe it is, in fact, the, in that context, the father of the bride that's initiating the kiddushin, and ki yakach, right, ish isha means that, like, it was sort of taken by the father of the bride, and therefore, right, and why would you do so? Because, in fact, the Pasuk says that the father of the bride is the one that's initiating the Kiddushin. And therefore, if he's the one that's initiating the Kiddushin, maybe we should switch the Diktuk in Kiikach. All of this Kiikach that we had up until now, Barry, we, we, we may have misunderstood the whole thing. So Rava says, you know what? Okay, okay. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get, go down this wormhole. I'm gonna come with a different shot. El Amar Rava, you're right. means it's It's that issues that issues is initiated by the Baal and Sados are initiated by the seller, and that's just the way it is, and that's never going to change. And yes, we have a smicha from the Rabbanon and the Psukim, but the Psukim are not the source, Andrew. The Psukim are just to show you that an asmachta, right? The source is Alakhla Moshimisinai. We have this Masora that that's the way of the world and it doesn't bother us. I got, right? <laughs> he got, he started quoting Psukim and, and we started calling him out on it. And, and we, and so he said, you know what? I'm backing out. Forget about the Psukim. This is just the way it is. Okay. That's the halacha. Or, or you could, if you want to get into the, into the Psukim of it, you could say, even with regards to the sale of a field, it says, I took the bill of sale and that kind of is, Right, uh, the final blow, right? That's a decisive proof that really I, t- I took the bill of sale. It shows that the seller is the one that writes the bill of sale and gives it to, um, to the buyer. Be that as it may, that is where we end up with that. And now Rava is going to say, uh, a, a, he's going to say over the Brysa that we mentioned before as following. So these are the Alachas. If the husband writes it again, how is, how is condition affected with a star? You write on a piece of paper or on parchment uh, or on a uh, fragment of right earthenware. And again, as we pointed it out, the actual uh, writing uh, surface has no value. And he says, "Your daughter is mukdeshesly, bitchamir restlessly, bitchalili into. She is engaged to me. She's going to be my wife." Really, mirasit doesn't mean engaged; it means betrothed. I had the great rabbi, Rabbi Jonathan Muscat over for Shabbos, uh, the of the young Israel of Oceanside, and he wanted to know, in your shir, how do you define me'oreses? So I told him, I'm told him, I'm all over the map. Because I'm not going to say engaged, I'm not going to say betrothed every time, because that's like a little bit uptight. But we know what it means, kiddushin, right? It's the first stage, uh, where she's ishta l'chol davar, um, but not yet nisuin. So the guys know what that means. Be that as it may, into your wife is your daughter is your wife for me, uh, whether it's accepted by a father or by the girl herself. Mekudeshes midaito, 
And so that, he's spelling it out. It is astonishing, it's a chiddush of the Torah, that she becomes mikudeshes based off of the what? The das, the consent of her father. That's the whole chiddush of the Torah over there. And that, of course, is provided that she is not yet matured into Bagaris. Once she's a Bugaris, obviously the, the, her father no longer has that jurisdiction, and, she is, and it would require her consent, her das, in order to be mikudeshes. And continues Rav. So what happens if the if the chasan writes it for the woman on again the aforementioned piece of paper or I'm sorry and again it's not worth anything. The only difference in this case is that we are talking about a bogeres. Um, well, in here in this case we're going to see he did not write have the transaction with the father. He's having a transaction with the girl. So what are the parameters? So he's saying on this piece of paper, he's being Mikadashar with a star. You should be Mikadashasli or my wife or Marasasli. And he and she's Mikudashas. And here too. If she's a katana, then she's Mikudashas bin Aidea bin Atzma. She is Mikudashas to him, whether it's accepted by her father or by the woman, Midaita, assuming it has her consent, Vihusha Bagra. So again, the requirement of her consent again is only if she's a Bogaris. If she's not a Bogaris, it does not require on consent. So what was the difference between the first part and the second part? It was the language of the star. Rava is explaining. The language of the star is not going to undo the Lariut. It's not going to undo the Kiddushin, which is to say like this. A father is marrying off his, the daughter. From the Chazan's perspective, he's marrying the girl. He's not marrying the dad, right? He married the girl. So Barry might have asked, well, when you write, when you're being Mikdash the star, are you writing this star, Hare At Mikdashali? Are you writing it to the girl? Let's say it's a katana. Are you writing it to the girl? Are you writing it to the dad? Are you writing it to the dad and saying, your daughter is Mikdash to me? Are you writing it to the, to the, to the daughter, Hare At Mikdashali? So what, what are we learning from Rava, Barry? It doesn't matter. You could do either or. In other words, when a man, this is a nice little wrinkle, right? When a man is being Makadish, a minor, and the transaction is with the dad, the language of the star could either be vis-a-vis the girl or vis-a-vis the dad. You know, I'm being Makadish, your daughter, and it's not going to matter as long as the proper das parties have the proper intent. That's the point of the Makadish's Bishtar. So now that we've done Kesef and we've done Shtar, the only thing left to do uh, oh no, we're not up to be a yet. Um, two lines up from the bottom, two dots. Boy, Rav Shimon ben Lakish star erison shakaz for the shalolishma. Oh, this is a very cool halacha. You have a star erison, and it's written shalolishma. It's not written specifically, right? You're getting it at Target or at Shopsies, and has the woman's name on it, but it wasn't written with her in mind. Mau, would that would that work? So havayis leitzias makshinan. Well. Maybe you could say that just like a get, we learned Masechus Gittin. So that has to certainly be written Lishma. So would you say that a get Arison also has to be written Lishma? Ma Yitziah Be'in and Lishma, as we turn to Tesavid Be'ez, just like a get required Lishma, Afavai Be'in Lishma. Maybe you would say that. O Dilma Avayis Ladoni Mekshinan. Or maybe you'll say no, that you compare it not to get, in other words, you have a star, which is a get. So are you comparing star of a get? to Shtar of Kiddushin, or you're going to compare the Shtar of Kiddushin to the other methods of Kiddushin. For example, Kesef, right? Certainly, the Kesef is not Lishma. What does that mean? That means when you minted this coin, it wasn't minted for the purpose of Kiddushin. That's the only parallel you would have, right? 
Right? Obviously, it's ludicrous to assume that this money was minted with her lishma, and therefore the star of Kiddushin also does not have to be written lishma. You can get it off the shelf at Shabsis. So, the Gemara records, after asking this question, Mishlakish himself uh, answered it. He said, Wow! What wins? The Yatsavahaisa, that the star has to be lishma. That when you write a star Kiddushin, it has to be lishma. Because it has to be a parallel. This is one of the areas where the Vyatsa Vahisa, we said it's obviously not going to be parallel in every single case, but here is one of the parallels, just like a get has to be Lishma, so too a star, Kiddushan has to be Lishma. We were shocked to find that the Rambam, in fact, Paskins like this, that a star Kiddushan would have to be Lishma. We're not, we don't do it. We don't, we're not Makadish Bishtar, but the star Kiddushan has to be written Lishma in order to, be, to work because of this Kazeh Shava Vyatsa Vahisa. Okay? We're, we never makadish with star. Uh, we're makadish with kesef. But, uh, but I'm not saying that that's necessarily the reason, but you see that it actually, being makadish with star, if it needs lishma, so now you're already introducing parameters where we don't want to get into, right, not having a, we don't want to have any, we want to have as few marriages in question as possible. Right, so we want to do the safest thing. We're going to do chuppah nine ways to Sunday. The 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 achnasal uh, chuppah. We're going to do the yichud room. We're going to do the witnesses. We're going to make sure everybody knows what's going on. We're going to make sure it's a shavak prota. Uh, I should point out that the tosfos. Um, we mentioned this yesterday. The woman needs to know the value, right? We explained yesterday. So because she needs to know the value, if there's a diamond, the the change in the value could be so uh, so. Right? Is this diamond fake? Is it real? The the uh, range is great, which is why we're makadish with a ring that has no diamond. That is the reason. The ring has to be a plain ring where the range of the value of the ring, as long as it's a shavaprutta, as you mentioned yesterday, Barry, uh, the the range wow. can't be that high. So that's why you're not makadish. You can get engaged because that has no halachic significance. The engagement of today, but kiddushin has to be done with a ring without a you know where you know the value of it at least within a range. Okay. So that is, Tosfos here actually uh, brings this up on Tesamid Aleph, and that is significant halacha lamaisa. That's the ring, Tosfos. Okay. Fine. So now six lines down, two dots. Now we're going to say, what's going on with the analogy of the get? Itmar. Let's say you wrote the Kiddushin, Shtar Kiddushin Lishma, but she was not aware of it. So Rav Ravina Amr Mikudeshes, for Papa Rav Shrabi Amr Ainim Mikudeshes. Fascinating Machlokas. Rava is not going to be the halacha here, guys. Unbelievably. So you see, it's not 100%. He's not right 100% of the time. Just 99.9. Rava and Ravina hold that she's still mikudeshes even though she was not aware of the fact that it was written the Shema. Right? Where if Papa said, no, she has to know. I'm going to Papa. Aim a time to do, aim a time to do. If Papa is going to explain both, uh, uh, both of the reasonings, and he's going to explain the other reasoning first, as is typical of Rav Papa. Ema time to do. Let me let me explain why Rav says that she does not have to be aware of it. Because after all, let's right? We're going to compare a get to a star. Just like when you write a get, you have to write it lishma, but she doesn't have to know. Right? You could be scheming to write a get for years, and as long as you're writing a lishma, 
that doesn't matter, the fact that she's unaware of it. And therefore, in that sense, a get should be parallel. That was Rubba's reasoning, that a star kiddushin should be parallel. She doesn't have to be aware of the fact that she wrote it. However, Rapapa says, I'll give you my reasoning. It still comes from the comparison to get. However, when you are have a get, right, it has to be written with the what? The das makne. Who's the makne? The makne is the, is the baal, right? The baal, the husband, it has to initiate that get. So, af havaya das makne. So, too, when it comes to kiddushin, it needs the what? The das of the makne, except for in the case of kiddushin, the giver is the woman. It's not the man. In kiddushin, the woman is considered the giver because she becomes acquired, as Rashi explains, by her husband. So, she's giving herself over to him. And therefore, Papa says the das makne is the das of the woman. And for that reason, the woman has to be aware of the get being written lishma in order for the get to work. Amazingly, the Rambam and Perakimel, Hachadal, Vishus, Paskin's like Rav Papa. So you see, this is why we can't be Makayish with <laughs> I think, like, it's too complicated. The woman has to be aware that it's written. The, the man has to write it lishma. And so we pass on like Rav Papa that it has to be. Now, first wide line, Mesve, Ein Kosvin Shtar Erisin Venisun El Midas Shnehem. Shtar Erisin is the star of Kiddushin that we're talking about. Shtar Nisun is what we call the Ksuba, right? That requires both their Das. My love, Shtar Erisin Venisun Mamish, right? So isn't it the case that it's talking about, right, the actual document? Sounds like it's totally connected Rava and has to be written with the consent of both the man and the woman. The Gemara answers in Dlo, Shtari Psikta. That's referring to a different kind. It's the Shtari Psikta that Goranos was talking about, where you're kind of making the Tanayim, right? The allotment. The negotiations vary, right? There's a financial transactional aspect of it. This is before the Kiddushin, you're kind of like laying out the, 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 the who's going to support what, flops and all this. And then they stand up and then they do the condition. So the point is that the stars of which we speak where everybody has to agree, that's just talking about that everybody has to be on the same page as far as what the, what the arrangement is going to be. But that's before the official right, um, right, ceremony of the Kiddushin. So, and all of these things, they're made legally binding through Amira. That's already not the, what we're talking about when we say that everybody has to be on the same page. So now... Two dots, five lines down in the wide. And now we've done Kesef, we've done Shtar, and now we're talking about Bia. Uva Bia Minolam. Right? Now, this is not really Minolam. We already showed the source for the fact that a man can be Makadish a woman with Kesef, Shtar, Bia. So with Kesef, we said, just like, what does it look like? Talk me through the procedure. And we just did so with Shtar. With Bia, we know what the procedure is, but we're still going to ask. In other words, we're going a little bit for the source. The the pasuk says "Beulas Baal, right? Kim so ish and and shochev imisha Beulas Baal." This is a horrible case where you have the adultery, Rachman al Tzlan, and it says that how do we know that she's a married woman? She's a Beulas Baal, right? Because it has the double lashon of she had the bia. So therefore, what does that teach you? The extra lashon teaches you that how did she become a Baal? In other words, how did she become married? Through the Bia, and that's the source that, that Bia is Mekadesha. So, Amalei Rav Zeir Larbav, Amri Larish Lakish Rabbi Yachran, Ka'ura Zoshoshana Rebbe, Ka'ura from the Lashan Mechu'ar, ugly. What, you didn't like what Rebbe taught? What did Rebbe teach? Uva'ala, right? Rebbe had a different Pasuk. 
Right, we discussed it when we already discussed it earlier. Kikach ish isha uvala. A man takes a woman and he's ba'alar. So milamit shenikness bevia. Right, so that was our source up until now. It's from the pasuk of kikach. So why are we bringing this other pasuk? Because we didn't like this pasuk. Says Rabbi Bo, and some say Rabbi Yochanan, imei hasam havamina adam mekadesh v'hadar ba'al. Right. In other words, what does the pasuk of kikach teach you? It says, there's Kiddushin. And then Uvala. Yeah, we know once there's a Kiddushin that there's Nisuin. Right? The Kiikach Isha Uvala doesn't teach you that Biak works as Kiddushin. It just teaches you that after Kiddushin, you can have Biak. That's not specific enough. Baulas Baal is the one where it teaches you that the actual Biak can do the first step, the Kiddushin, Kamash Malan. That's what, that's why they like that. Pasuk better. However, this is an unbelievable case. The Torah teaches you that in a horrible case of a Naramurasa, right, an engaged woman, right, who who gets, uh, right, the case is she's an engaged Nara, okay, and she commits adultery. The Torah says she gets skila, stoning. So what's the problem? Well. Skila is only if she's a basula, okay? Once she's ba'ula's baal, right, she's going to get chedek. That's what an ashes ish gets. So the question is like this. How do you, what would be the case? If, in fact, kiddushin could be affected by bia, so now at the same time that she is me'ureses, uh, right, again, she's not nesua. You did bia, and that became the arisen, okay? So now she's only got me'ureses. It's not nesua yet, right? And yet, the bia was already done, so she's no longer a basula, and therefore, what would be the case if, in fact, right, kedushin could be done with bia? What would be the case where she would get skila as opposed to chenek? That's the question, right? Because if what he did was actually makadosh of bia, but ulahi, then she's already baula, and therefore she's not going to get skila, as Rashi explains, but rather chenek. The and if he was makadosh without it, lav klumhu. So then, kedushin would not yet be affected, right? And it would not be adultery at all. Meaning, in the world where the condition is done only with Bia, it's a zero-sum game. Either Bia was done, or Bia was not done. If Bia was done, then she's already a Ba'ula. And if Bia was not done, so then she's not really Me'urasis yet. So, There is a workaround over here where it's an Arison. Basically, what would happen is that uh, uh, astonishingly, a bia would actually accomplish kiddushin, right? That's the chiddush. That's a huge chiddush. However, it would not be enough to consider her baula, and that's how it works. This is something I would not have known. Abai is pointing out that this idea of a bia shalokidaka affecting kiddushin, so that everybody's going to agree to. But what, uh, what is the chiddush over here of Abaye is that this status of a besula, if anybody else, if, the besula, if this girl, Rahman al-Slan, right, and in times of, we talked about, like she's in jailed by these, by these people who are degenerates, and we assume that there was only a bia shalokidaka, she's still considered a besula. However, that's not true uh, with her husband, and therefore she's considered a bula in that case. So therefore, Mahi will be the case. Then the Tanya Baulea Yudan Nashim Vadaini Basula. There is a, a, a case, a Brisa, where there's uh, ten men and she's still considered a Basula, Kul and Biskila, and all of them will get skila, right? Again, not Chenek, because she's they all of them were with considered to be with a 
So Rabbi Omer, Omer Rabbi says, no, the first one actually accomplished Kedushin and therefore he's the first one that gets Skila because of the, the fact that she's still considered a Basula, but everyone else is going to get Chanak because she's considered Baula, to which Omer of Nachman Yitzchak, Mishkakalak, Kodesh, Kitsha, Bishtar. The case would be she's Mekodesh and Bishtar. Hoel, the Gomer Motzi, right, since the Shtar takes her out of the marriage, Gomer Machlis, we say that it could also bring her completely into the marriage, which is to say, Right, the, what the power of a star is just like a get takes you completely out. A star completely gets you in, and that is why, right, you have the beulas bal to show that only right the bia can actually uh, affect kedushin. Uh, but in the case of the nara, it doesn't prove right that the money uh, or the or the star can do any other form of kedushin. Only the star could do it, just like a get could. So we'll. Uh, 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 start tomorrow with Yochanan, approximately 10 or 12 lines up from the bottom of Tessamid Bays.